Welcome back to the River Dinks podcast. As always, we are your hosts. I'm Jay. I'm Allie. I'm Bella. Bella, can you give us that famous theme song real quick? Yes, the one that I definitely remember. Yeah. Um, uh, River Dinks. River Dinks. Not at all similar last time, but I like this one so much as well. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Oh my goodness. What a Riverdale's back, folks. Riverdale's here. It's back. It's January 20th and in 2021. And today, uh, President Joe Biden was inaugurated into office, but also all our best friends were back on screen. (laughs) Hard to argue or hard to decide which one was the most uh, impactful for the I mean, I know what I would pick. But history, I don't know. I don't know what tale history will tell. We don't know. When we have President Roberto, this will be a different day. (laughs) In this episode, or okay, so this episode is chapter 77, Climax, directed by Pamela Romanowski and written by Ace Hassan and Greg Murray. Uh, <laughs> it is the first episode back uh, from the pandemic hiatus of 2020 and 2021. So in this episode, we see the prom, the, the folks go to their senior prom, at which there is some, I need some help with this. What That's happens okay. in this episode? Okay, okay, so in this episode, Archie has to fight Katie Keene's boyfriend, whose name is K.O. Kelly. They both have KK initials, I realize, which is interesting. Um, Kevin Keller. He has to, yep. Be a oh. No, I don't like that. <laughs> Archie has Energy. to box him as a show boxing match because there's a representative from the Naval Academy there and so he has to box him he does lose the fight <laughs> he's really mad about it it's whatever doesn't matter at the same time Betty and Jughead are working on tracking down the auteur so they get Reggie and Cheryl to help them make a fake snuff film so that they can give it to the video store owner so that he will let them watch the other snuff films. Um, This succeeds, kind of. And then they go to a snuff film festival slash Slash rave. rave. Slash rave. Um, It's one of those. It's one of those. At which point they see someone who they think might be the auteur. um, And then they go to prom. And then a snuff film is shown on the screen at prom and they don't really care about it. And then um, Archie and Veronica break up because Archie says, tells her that he kissed Betty. End of episode. Expertly done. Thank you. All right. Real nice job. Rapid fire. Just yes, like one sentence. Did you like this episode? Yes. It was tamer Mm. than I was expecting, but I think it's just because I am trying to fit a year's worth of waiting for this uh, episode into one episode. But yes, I enjoyed it. Yeah. Allie? 
I I I thought it was okay. It was it was better than the previous episodes of the season that I last season that I didn't like. Um, and I dissent on the fact that they didn't fit much in because like right off the bat they're like Mr. Honey isn't dead. I was like, that's answered. They got that. Um, but it was okay. I. I liked it. I was just so happy to see all my friends. I cheered pretty much every time someone came on screen. I was like, Brett! I was so excited. Wow. <laughs> like, I, I, yeah, I, I agree in general that I was anticipating more just because I, because I was just so excited and so hungry for Riverdale. But like, but I liked it. I thought it was good. I thought it was exciting. I thought it was crazy. And with that, Let's get into it. Let's just go for it. Tell me your I'm thoughts. Ready. Did we get that Mr. Honey is alive? Yes, yes. immediately. What? Did they say like, that? They're like, yeah, how's Mr. Honey? In the first scene. That's my first note. Mr. Honey is alive. That was so, like, I was like, what did I they like say? Exclaimed out loud. They're like, he's fine. He's not hurt. It's but he's Charles, just gone. When they're, when they're at the cabin, they're like, yeah, we just talked to Mr. Honey. He says he's fine and no one's tried to kill him. And Jughead's like, not yet. Jughead, he was such a creepy pervert. In this and he's episode. like, he's like, I wrote this story about killing him. And Charles was like, um, does anybody know about this? <laughs> Charles is like, that's embarrassing. <laughs> but I thought it was so, I guess I missed that because Principal Featherhead reappeared. And so I was like, oh, Mr. Honey is dead and gone. I'd missed that part. So in the episode right before this, Principal Honey, they get Principal Honey basically fired. And then he is like, I'm going to go be the principal at Stonewall Prep because they're clearing house. And like, so I'm going to go there and make three times my salary later. God about that. Okay. Okay. Excellent. Well, Pumped. I'm sure he's going to come back. I, this is not the last we've seen of Mr. Honey, I bet. Oh my gosh. Okay. Okay. What on earth was the deal when Hiram was like, yeah, I've got a new workout plan. Cut to him just beating the crap out of some guys. Cut back. Wait, was that supposed to be a flashback? Not brass knuckles. He had brass knuckles on. That was, was that? another thing. They wrapped that up so fast. They're like, he's healing. I'm like, well, they wanted to get that out of the way. No, but but what what, what was that clip? What was him beating up those guys? That was it was an interesting directorial choice. Like it was or direction. Yeah, it was an interesting choice because it was very like we're talking about this and then like dramatic irony, like we're gonna kind of like cut to it and let the audience know what he's referring to and then cut back. Yeah, I liked it. I I really, I hope they go more into that, but also it'd be very funny if it's just never mentioned again, because I don't think that's a flashback. I don't think we've seen that. I just don't even remember. It's not a flashback. I think it was okay. supposed to show like, this is what he's talking about. He's a vigilante now, it seems. That's so. That's one of the things that I wrote. He's gonna kill Archie. Like, he's gonna kill <laughs> I wrote, Archie again. The whole last gonna... scene, I kept saying he's gonna kill Archie. <laughs> like he, and that's not even new. Like he tried to do that for. Although episodes. in this episode, he also offered him the role of deputy mayor, because he's eighteen and doesn't he's know so, how to read. He's really qualified. 
mm-hmm. they really can't decide how the characters feel about Hiram like from one episode to the next I feel like they're either like working together again like hey you should come work for me or mm-hmm. it's like I'm gonna take you down well he was Archie and Hiram had been getting a little closer because Archie was like Hiram had confided in him about his illness and he was like training with Archie at his gym like that had right. happened and but also like, Hiram like bought the gym for Archie maybe unclear Something happened with that. They've been on better terms. But now he's gonna kill him. Yeah, I wrote in my notes, holy shit, Hiram is a vigilante like his bestie Archie. Yeah. But then by the end of the episode, I was like, Hiram is gonna murder Archie. They're really, they're two sides of the same coin. (laughs) Okay, so. Oh yeah. To jump back just for a second. Mm -hmm. In the first scene, they're at the cabin. Mm-hmm. And they're like, hey, okay, Mr. Honey is alive. He's fine. Mm-hmm. And Jughead says, well, I wrote this story in which we murder Mr. Honey in this exact way. Yes. And he goes, who knew about this? He's like, just me and Betty. So it's not possible that anyone else would know unless I'm being watched or hacked. And it's like, yeah, bro. Like, yeah. Like, You're being yeah. watched yeah. or hacked. Everybody's like, being like watched and just kind of writes it off as just like, yeah, there's yeah. literally a voyeur. Like that's the whole point. That's the whole. He's being watched. We're all, they're all being watched. He's... I think that it's Charles. Yeah, I mean, what was but that with I the video. Yeah, I'm surprised. The video up from think... of all the people dancing. Like, was that just supposed to be look at all these? That was the rave that are dancing. Okay, it was just the rave. That was the okay. rave. Yeah. Okay. Got that. That was the footage that was being filmed that we saw the auteur oh. at the rave. Um, I loved the MLM WLW hostility at the beginning between As Cheryl always. and Kevin. <laughs> As always. Kevin was like, oh, we're going to try to be prom kings. And Cheryl was like, I hate you. <laughs> nice I hate try. You. I, hate, I hate you. You're disgusting. Like... I loved that. I loved the shout out to War Baby. A forgotten Who hero, War Baby. War Baby. War Baby is just a prisoner of Shankshaw, Shankshaw Prison. He knows a ton of stuff about Hiram because um, an FP and Jughead contact him. And he apparently has known FP for a long time. That's the extent to which we know about War Baby. I think in one episode, they just like got info from him. Oh, back in season two. So that was, yeah. Bringing back War Baby. Wait, so he's at Shankshaw? Yeah. Not at L&L? It said he's at Shankshaw. Interesting. So is Brett in a, like, in adult prison? Brett seems to be in adult prison. (laughs) Yeah, also was psyched to see my my good friend Brett. Pumped about that. And Brett knows so much about the... Brett's a creep. We Brett this, is a creep, but... absolutely. Um, the oh quote is, my. yeah, he's like, I can think of someone who might know, but then he says, the only caveat is he's tried to kill me. That was good. 
they Jughead I said this is not gonna go but Jughead was such a creepy pervert in this episode like he always is but he really was like what's talking to Cheryl about the snuff film they were like oh we're gonna make a snuff film and Jughead was like it's the oldest story in the book a man meets a girl and then he kills her and he was doing a little like gross little goblin smile and I was like don't talk to Cheryl you gross you gross boy Ew. And they thought that they would be able to make a snuff film that would pass as someone actually being murdered. Yeah. Guys. And yeah, then that... he was like, I really underestimate my boyfriend's ability to do this, so <laughs> I'm just gonna bring the video of my dad <laughs> being hurt into being a like, God. Okay. I know. And like, the also when they're asking kevin about about the plan they're like kevin has to come do it because jughead raided this place with the fbi which was also very funny Mm -hmm. um they they did not tell him it was not a real snuff film they said we have to go give this snuff film to this guy and And he was like and he said you had me at snuff film so i know we need to talk kevin might be falling into the evil gay person category we need to talk about kevin you had me at snuff film keller he because something's going on something's happening to him him and fangs looked pretty happy though i did like that they went to prom together that was nice also, there were some a random lesbian couple in the background of prom as well. I didn't which know. I was just that. like, yay! They really they were, threw yeah. on a lot of like gays, yeah, and some homophobia in there. And I'm like, oh, oh, for sure. I mean, we'll talk about that in Choney Corner. But, yeah, um, I mean, you can do Choney Corner whenever you want. Really? Yeah, I have a lot of feelings about this episode. Okay, wait, let me do the theme song. Okay, Choney Corner. Tony Corner. Go for it. That was it? Okay. Thank oh. you so much. Thank you so much. Okay, Tony Corner. Um, they looked they both looked great in this episode. I'll say that first. Um Cheryl's had a really great um prom dress. Mm-hmm. Um she looked what great. about it? Um she just looked nice. It's red. <laughs> um uh they really I really so when Riverdale was like, we're gonna give Tony more lines. I think that they they definitely gave her more lines this episode than I think she had in the last like seven episodes. Um, the last maybe. two seasons, I think. Yes, like, honestly, she and immediately she's like, I don't, I would be okay being prom queen, but I want to be serpent queen. So we're already establishing a motivation for Tony here. Like she wants to be serpent queen again, right? That was good. I was like, they're really coming right out of the like right out of the gate with that um mm-hmm. um i think that cheryl was slightly less awful than usual to tony um yeah i think their relationship was better yes i um i also like that cheryl wanted to get to know tony's family i guess because tony's family's been brought up so sporadically I think that's also more about Tony, I guess, that they want to include, I guess. Um, got to meet Tony's grandmother, who didn't care that Tony was dating a woman, but did care that she's dating a blossom and says, like, and strongly disapproves of it. Um, so some failed homophobia. Some failed it's homophobia. Pseudo-homophobia. Yeah, but I mean, homophobia, as you said, homophobia on the part of the 
writers for mm-hmm. doing this to them I maybe I think they're just trying to set up like ev- like everybody's breaking up so they can go to college um or whatever <laughs> unless I think Cheryl and Tony are going to the same college anyway um yeah the the breakup of Tony was devastating I was very upset um but it really was I think breakup. I think it kind of was or like they're working it out it wasn't a breakup it was like we're working it out but mm-hmm. it but I mean Cheryl was like I'm single again and I'm going to be single forever because my family is so terrible and I, this has happened before she didn't say um, she was single again she just said like I don't think we're going to end up together and I'm destined to be alone she said I'm gonna yeah she said I'm gonna be single forever she didn't say single I think she just said like I'm gonna be alone which Bella, I know is like wanna, kind of the same Bella, thing, I think wanna, <laughs> <laughs> I think I mean, it seems like their relationship's on the rocks, but I don't think this is, like, necessarily that. I think it was just meant to be, like, adding to the breakup post-prom, the sad prom drama. Pella, what do you think? I think that they're setting up... I think that, that it's... Cheryl realizing that their relationship is going to end very soon. Okay. Because it can't survive. But I don't think that they are, like, for example, I like they have not broken up. Okay. Like, they haven't had their official breakup. And one way, like, because, for instance, they haven't had the official breakup conversation. So if either of them, like, went off and, like, started dating someone else, mm-hmm. that would be weird. Because they, right. they haven't officially I agree. ended this relationship. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I um I appreciate that Cheryl did not say terrible things to Tony when Tony told her this, I guess. Yeah, she like, was very understanding. She was understanding, which, which was really was new. Which made me happy. Not happy, but it made me less sad than if um Cheryl berated her. Maybe which would have been predicted, I think. Mm-hmm. So um maybe not terrible but i mean i feel like it's i feel like it's reasonable i feel like if tony's like they're going into tony's backstory right Mm -hmm. and they're like okay we need to give her more and there is angst and strife about this and she cares about her family and she wants to make this right like it doesn't feel like intentionally like let's hurt the gay people watching this show Mm -hmm. you know like as maybe I don't think that they've maybe explicitly chosen to do that in the past but I think some previous choices on this show have been indicative of that thank you for listening thank me for talking (laughs) um but they both looked great they really did and I'm excited because they're gonna because now that they've like things going on we're gonna see them more Mm -hmm. they were in this episode a lot they were in this episode a lot um i agree though i think that like the way the way that they were inflicting this this like harm to their relationship kind of like the writers it Mm -hmm. it is more like understandable relationship conflict and like progression of story rather than just like here's a terrible thing that's going to happen to them you know Mm -hmm. which was nice i also liked cheryl called herself a lesbian again which always is fun that is fun. I always enjoy that. She was like, I am the first lesbian prom queen at Riverdale. And I was like, yes. 
so excited. They both looked excellent. That was wonderful. Um, I'm hoping maybe this whole thing, the whole thing where she's like, I'll never be free from the blossom. Sorry, my phone buzzed. This whole thing where she's like, I'll never be free from the blossom curse or whatever. I'm hoping that will maybe lead up to some kind of like emancipation on her part. Some like reminiscent of when she burned her mom's house down, like some kind of like expulsion of the blossom name slash legacy, maybe. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I think that would just be fun. I think that could be coming up. I think though, um, I'm thinking about Nana Rose though. I know. You I know. mean, Nana, she doesn't have to necessarily lead Nana Rose, but maybe she's I just, like, I won't be a Blossom anymore. Like how Veronica changed her last name for two episodes before. Two episodes. Cheryl does have more resolve than Veronica, but also mm-hmm. I think that she, I don't know. I, I, see, I see it unlikely for her, honestly, to stop being a Blossom. Yeah. You know. But also, I mean, besides Nana Rose, I mean, her mom is still alive, but like Nana Rose is really like the only Blossom person that she cares about, really, that yeah. is around. But that, even. that's not what matters to Tony's Tony's uh, grandmother. It's that mm-hmm. she's a Blossom at all. So That's true, but maybe they so will maybe, have... Maybe it's going to be Cheryl proving to Tony's family that yeah. she's not a... Which person. <laughs> if it comes around and the plot becomes about like Tony's Nana, like accepting Cheryl, that's mm-hmm. such a weird like stand in for a gay acceptance plot for actual gay characters. That's really what weird. Do you mean? Like if, if the plot becomes like she's coming around to accepting this person that Tony is dating, who she previously is like, I don't want you to date this person. That's like such a weird stand in for like a gay acceptance plot line but they're already gay characters and that's not what it's about. I just think it's kind of funny. No, you're right. You're right. Like they're like, it's fine. Yeah. But you're dating this. I mean, I was trying to explain to my mom everything. My mom was like, who's that? And pointed at Cheryl. And I'm like, that's Cheryl. Um, Her dad killed. That's Cheryl Blossom. Blossom. That's, uh, I did say that's Cheryl Blossom. Her dad (laughs) killed her brother and her mom has been the the villain for the last two seasons and has done terrible things. So, like, it's hard out here for Cheryl. It is. I know. Cheryl's had such a hard time. Really glad they were prom queens, though. That was very fun. Mm -hmm. Yes, exactly. Very funny how she was like, Betty and Veronica and Archie and Jughead come do the dance with me as well. I was like, you don't need them to come be here. (laughs) Oh, my God. Well, thank you. That was an excellent Tony Corner. There's a lot of of meat on the bones today. Yeah, it was really, I was really excited to talk about them. I, I would love, I was going to say we should, because just if we're looking at this in a kind of linear fashion, we should maybe address just the boxing match thing, but it, nothing really happened. It's just a, Archie got beat up again. I'm writing out, uh, here, I can put in the, this is kind of, I'm only like halfway through, but these oh, are wow. just like step-by-step step kind of what happens. Bella has just sent us a progression of the entire episode. So excellent. I'm just looking through my notes and just kind of. Yeah, that's great. Thank you. By step with Thank you. Thank you. You're right. In the notes, it says Archie and KO have a homoerotic workout montage slash steam room scene. You're right. I was, was thinking I was like gay Archie, gay Archie, gay Archie. <laughs> um they yeah they have their fight Archie loses 
it was fine. I thought it was funny that Molly Ringwald came to watch Archie box again, considering last time she came to watch him box, he almost did get beaten to death for real. When Hiram <laughs> almost killed him and went, you asked for this and almost punched his head till he died. That was so... Uh, I think it's interesting that they get Molly Ringwald and she only has like two... like one to two lines in the whole episode and one of them is Archie don't be disrespectful I know and oh Molly Ringwald's girlfriend was there as well or and has no lines no not but she was there (laughs) right another gay character for this episode oh my god there were a lot in this episode Mm. which is like I don't know I was impressed her other line is Molly Ringwald's two lines are Archie don't be disrespectful so supporting the navy and the other is when she's taking a picture mm-hmm. of Veronica and Archie and says, smile and say end game. That was great. She got to say end game again. <sighs> Man, can we talk? Can we talk about the rave? Can we talk about the film festival rave, please? Oh, oh wait, wait, wait. Actually, first, the fact that the whole time they were like, with the, with the video store thing, they were like, we need to get a snuff film. When they literally have snuff films. I Betty had one it's... of her dad the whole time. And they have the video of Jason getting killed. I think that they already know that that one has, like, he's already bought that one, though. Okay. So I think it that is, is true. Those are the two that they have. And I think she didn't want to share the one of her dad if she didn't have to. Mm. But, like... I feel like if anything, the the Jason one, even if he already has it, I feel like them still showing him a genuine snuff film would still be evidence that they're like cool with it. I don't know. Yeah. Really obsessed with the whole rave. Um, favorite yeah. parts were when they just passed rooms of people dancing while snuff films were playing on TVs. Very funny. One Loved of them was that. a tickle video. One of them was a tickle video. <laughs> like was that. Somebody getting beat up in the woods. I know. I was wondering they if we knew what that was. Previous um, things. That's what I was wondering, but I couldn't think what that one was. There's somebody, um, listeners, write down in the comments what the beating up in the woods video was. There was something. Um, what were the other videos? One was the tickle. One was the beating up. Maybe one was the one of her dad. One was yes. I think those were the only identifiable something, ones. Something was weird, and I'm like, oh my god. I know yeah, that it's just the weird ones. Jellybean was at the... <laughs> I know! Jellybean was like, am I in trouble? It's like, I am worried for you because you just saw snuff films, and you're out I of know! Rage. I'm thinking maybe <laughs> she didn't see them, or maybe she didn't get it. Maybe she closed her eyes, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> she, she was only in the hallway. Maybe she didn't actually see them. I was excited that Jellybean was there. Mm-hmm. It made me really think, like, maybe... I was thinking more. We had talked some about what if Jellybean is like an adult in the time jump. Oh my god, that'd be ah, that'd be so good, actually. Right, that'd I was thinking really about good. that because they're putting her in it more. I was thinking like because she lives with them and everything now. I was like, wait a minute, are they setting up some Jellybean plot? Because I would actually love that. And she wouldn't even be a teen; she would be like twenty. So they are good on. They don't even have to do a gross teen plot line again. You're right. Oh my god, I'm really excited about that actually. Yeah bummed because i think they because they would obviously have like a different actress and i think this kid actress is is fun you think 
You think yeah, she's? She, I feel like I feel like that maybe the actress's age is super ambiguous, and they're just gonna make yeah. her look. Hopefully, though, actually, you know what? If but I don't think if they she's could, over the current actress 18, for Jellybean, I don't think they yeah. can make her you know twenty. What? You know what? Also, if they make her do twenty-year-old things, like they make these eighteen-year-olds, sixteen, eighteen-year-olds do. Yeah, I don't think like I. I actually do want new actress. Actually, yeah, and also like. I don't know. Maybe I'm just fond of her because she is Jelly Bean. So I'm like, oh, she's right. great. But yeah. I had Jelly Alice Bean. looks good across that on my bingo board, by the way. Yeah, she always Did does. you not consider this song a musical number? I did. Oh, really? It wasn't oh, I just the- didn't cross it out. I just wasn't okay. paying super close attention to the bingo board. Um, we did make a bingo board for the first four episodes. That you, We got it. I know we we already got like a quarter of them crossed out. We're like we doing a good job. Um, oh, I also at the rave laughed aloud when they go into the room and they're like where the video of them and the masks say. is playing, and Jughead just walks up to these women and twice in a row the women just shove him away. <laughs> it's really um so good that they do that. I was like, thank you, thank you for shoving <laughs> creepy Jughead. Really? Also, when he walked again, being creepy. When he walked, oh, sorry, the audio cut out. He was again being creepy when he walked into oh. the film festival. Oh, my audio sounds so weird. Oh well, okay. um, he was just like she you. was like, "Welcome to the film festival," and he was like, oh, "Nice." And then he just littered. It was weird. He walked in and he threw a plastic bottle so on the floor, and then he was smiling. He was so oh, weird. Talking about, about Juggy. I'm thinking about David. Is that his name? He said, "Welcome to the rave, girly." <laughs> <laughs> did you um? Did you happen to catch that reference? Did you happen to catch the reference of David, the video store, the blue velvet video store owner? Oh duh! <laughs> I'm so I caught that blue velvet. I knew yeah. that. But that man is meant to be David, David. Lynch. <laughs> and today, David in January twentieth, is David Lynch's birthday. They hurt him. Look, look what they did to David Lynch. They killed television. David Lynch, and it wasn't look even relevant to, to the boy. plot. <laughs> uh, I don't know. They a, do to my joke. <laughs> I don't care about David Lynch that much. But I that know. Was a <laughs> it was funny. Um, they killed I, David Lynch, and it wasn't even relevant. Imagine being David Lynch, and this is your career now is they kill you on Riverdale and it's not even important. I gotta say with Bughead this episode, it wasn't even like they were dating. Except that they did go to prom together, but I you know what, actually, <laughs> that's a pretty good, strong contender to show that they're dating. I think I just blocked out so much. Like when they interact, I just am so repulsed sometimes that oh, I forget that they're dating. I do feel like most of their relationship is like FBI work. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel yeah. like they're just, like, co-workers, and then they occasionally make out or dance together. grimy weirdos who are horny. Um, like, that's all they do. Can we was, please... Uh, sorry, just real quick. Yeah. Can we acknowledge when, in the beginning, when Charles is like, hey, we've got, like, we found these ticket stubs that say BV on them and Betty's like like Betty, Betty and, and Veronica. Veronica and he's just like no like blue velvet blue velvet video like that makes a hell of a lot I thought sense. it was gonna be Betty and Veronica when they said BV I'm like well 
It's the besties. But the fact that she knows that there is a blue velvet video store and that was not her you know connection. You're right. you're right. That was I um this episode I very felt very strongly about daughter of a serial killer Betty because I think it's so underutilized it's almost it's underutilized but at the same time when they do utilize it it's not very good mm-hmm. you know like that was her dad they don't they have I don't think except for the kind of good I'm scene where they have the her, black hood you know yeah, the, that one wasn't the, good except for the kind of good scene where they have her slow-mo <laughs> destroying her father's headstone with a hammer that mm-hmm. one was good but besides like, that turmoil she doesn't have like this i miss it would be one of the most like traumatic things ever and she like doesn't have it she, <laughs> i want her to like, dress differently imagine wearing <laughs> imagine your dad being a serial killer and you dress like that <laughs> <laughs> like doesn't it change you as a person yeah, the only time it, I, it's weird how they have her interact with it, and also like I was thinking like Jughead, you stupid, you stupid baby. He like the scene where she is looking into the room at the rave and she sees the video of her dad playing, and there's some acting going on, and she for a moment looks mm-hmm. upset where she's like thinking about like oh man, that was rough. Yeah, and Jughead just puts a hand on her shoulder and walks away. <laughs> Like he doesn't, he doesn't care at all. He loves it. He's a little pervert. He loves it. So while they're at the rave, mm-hmm. at one point they're chasing the person that they think is the auteur, mm-hmm. and he runs into his little sis. Jughead runs into his little sister, Jellybean, mm-hmm. or JB. Yes. And it isn't. He then they go to pops. And they're just like, why the hell were you there? And she was like, oh, my friend Lauren said that her brother was going to be there. There was a party or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's my jelly bean impression. Really, um, really good. And he, Jughead says to her, quote, can you just promise me that you won't go to any more X-rated raves from now on, especially if I get into the University of Iowa? I was perplexed by this as well that point Mm -hmm. my mom said why is that relevant what's up with the university of iowa (laughs) and i like i think his implication was maybe like because he'll be far away but it wasn't clear did he say it like like it's gonna affect my ability to go <laughs> the, way that, the way that he said he it said was it. like don't jeopardize my yeah. chances but i think what it's implying is yeah that his because he was dead for a hot minute mm-hmm. only college opportunity right now is university of iowa i forgot so he's actually. saying like especially if i go off to college like you have to keep this promise okay but it maybe. was a very weird statement it was unclear all around and is she like 13? I thought she was. She could. Yeah. Maybe 14, maybe 15, but like, I think we're thrown to off. X-rated raves. I know. I think we're just thrown off because she, like the actress is actually that age. Yeah. And not six years older than she's meant to be. But I thought she was like 14. Yeah, I was really surprised that she was there, which I guess is on purpose. But 
Oh I think it's my like gosh. her going through rebellious. Yeah. I need Jelly Bean to become like the coolest character because all everybody else is a loser. Except, she- <laughs> <laughs> except Tony and Kevin and you know what? The you know Kevin's actually say the main four people are the main four are really losers. In like the sense of the word loser that's never been applied before, you know? Mm-hmm. Like they're a new type of loser. They're like straight losers. <laughs> yeah. They're really, yeah. Um, I would like to discuss the full body shock that I received upon just seeing man and owl mask with video camera at a rave. And they're like, yeah. it's him. Like, what was that? That was so owl mask. Okay. Um, princess, princess, principal Weatherby showing back <laughs> up. Princess Weatherby. Principal Weatherby, principal <laughs> Weatherby showing back up. Um, he was in a cult. Mm-hmm. And, and he, he cut was his trained off. he was trained to kill betty right like mm-hmm. he and he what's the problem he's got his bolo tie on what's the matter now he's, he's got his bolo tie on he's fine he, he says she says uh like oh how have you been like how's it going last time i saw you like it's like kind of she's just very casual like how's it going and he mm-hmm. says quote I make it through most nights without waking up screaming. My God. And she's just like, cool. She's like, I don't have that. I haven't addressed anything in my life. (laughs) I never. Maybe she just is the most mentally healthy person. You know, I don't know. She's not, though. She's not. You can't even get through that sentence. I can't get through that sentence, but she doesn't show anything. I know that this is a TV show um no but the only times they do show it it's when she's being dark betty which is a a side effect of her serial she thought she was dark betty before she knew that her dad was a serial killer that's like she has something totally talk about it's not even related (laughs) i think i think maybe to start when i when as this show continues to air again i need to like re configure my feelings toward betty because i think she has a lot of potential that i just haven't seen for the last or i think she has a lot of potential that i haven't examined enough yeah i get that i think that she like she i think a lot of my feelings towards her have changed because i now have positive feelings about lily reinhardt mostly and so i'm Mm -hmm. like oh i like betty now because I like Lily Reinhardt fine. And she broke up with Cole Sprouse, which is always a bonus. Um, and she was in Hustlers and she was good in Hustlers. Right. In film. Um, and also I do, there is something to be said about the whole like just girl who is killing people kind of trope, mm-hmm. which I really enjoy. Like a Jennifer's Body-esque, Thoroughbreds-esque, like a kind of, like that kind it's of funny thing. that those are the movies you pick those are the two those are the two those are the only i films. think oh my god you know what thoroughbred riverdale thoroughbreds riverdale with betty and veronica is really still um that script has been written i think i want to i know i want to send it to roberto we can i'll tweet it and tag him in it every day <laughs> But it's not mine, so I don't feel like yeah, that's fair. Yeah. It's not my script. Bella, are you aware? But of it this? does exist. You know the movie Thoroughbreds, Bella. I yes. 
Yeah. Somebody rewrote it so it's Betty and Veronica. Which like they changed the names. But Which it's the movie. I think they're killing Hiram. Yeah, Hiram. Yeah. I'm excited about the owl mask. I like I'm curious to see what on earth that is about. Right. Why an owl mask? So um they play a snuff film at prom and no one cares about it. I yeah, I like that except, later. Except Hermione. <laughs> yeah, I like that Veronica Hermione is like crying about the breakup and Hermione's like, is it about the video? And it's just like I forgot that the video happened. Mm-hmm. Veronica's <laughs> like, no, that was fine. <laughs> Archie also, did not didn't mention it. Like did was Archie there? <laughs> you know? I feel he, like, you know, after the Gargoyle King, like after the Gargoyle King plot, he literally was like, now we don't have to deal with goblins anymore. Like he is not keeping up with anything yeah. that's going on. He was boxing for college at the same time that Betty and Jughead are going to a rave for snuff films. I want them to fill each other in. You know, I want <laughs> Betty the t- and Jughead to tell Archie, hey, we just made a snuff film um, where Reggie kills um, Cheryl and we're going to try and give it to the guy that sells snuff films so we can get into his thing and fa- like you know mm-hmm. though he did see the the video at the very end of the episode what did you think yeah, of that of his terrible trauma poor guy and based on the promo for the next episode I won't get too into it yet because we can talk about that in like predictions but like it seems like he's really maybe gonna address some of the four seasons of terrible things that happened to him nonstop. maybe because the whole promo did you see the promo video it was just like it was just like a 20 second clip it was Archie like smashing a tv with a baseball bat and him saying like you have no idea what I'm going through and like just like really not having a good time wow so maybe some of that's coming up but yeah. Like when he was in therapy. When he said, he like, I hurt all the all time. <laughs> when he was like, I hurt all the time and I can't take it. And I was like, oh, poor guy. He really mm-hmm. just has terrible things happen to him nonstop. And now Hiram's going to kill him. Hiram's going to straight up murder him. That was the other thing not going to do anything about it. That was the other thing in the promo was it was just Hiram going like, like he was like pushing Archie and going like, like, what have you done? Or something like that. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like he's like, Hiram's going to kill him for real. Oh, well. <laughs> I liked that uh, Reggie spiked the punch at prom with fizzle rocks. I like that the packaging of fizzle rocks is just a little packet that says fizzle mm-hmm. rocks in big letters. I thought it was... Um, um, a- container of broth <laughs> like chicken <laughs> broth <laughs> like the swanson broth that would be a really good break uh, for broth and make the punch into broth put chicken broth in there <laughs> no um, but um it was he put fizzle rocks in the punch which is funny because that used to be a plot line and now they're like it's fine whatever classic reggie I do okay. like Reggie. So on the topic of prom, mm-hmm. on the topic of just like 
I guess the Archie and Veronica stuff. Mm -hmm. So early in the episode, like the second scene of the episode is uh, Veronica is in Archie's room and she finds a song that he has written. Oh yeah. And we know that this is a song that she uh. written for Betty. Mm-hmm. She finds it and says, will you sing it to me? And he says, no. And then he crumples it up and throws it away. Later in the episode, she chooses to steal that song like out of the trash and then perform it in public in front of a bunch of people. I don't consulting. remember what the, any of the song. It was the song that Archie sang to Betty like episodes ago. Was it just romantic? Yeah, it was just like, I feel, okay. I feel I like you. It was something like that. Right, yeah. okay. <laughs> yeah, that was kind of a lot for Veronica. I mean, it was typical Veronica behavior, I think. It is typical. Remember when she made shirts to support his paramilitary group? She sure did. (laughs) And handed them out at school. Like, she's a lot. I like that they kind of acknowledge how ridiculous Riverdale is, like, as a town when uh, Archie is talking to K.O. And he's just like, yeah, we can go over to Veronica's speakeasy. Mm -hmm. It's just like, her what? Like, what the fuck? (laughs) Mm -hmm. I did like that. That was fun. Uh, The actress that played K.O., he... Um, was on this TV show called From Dusk Till Dawn. I told you about it, Jay. It's a remake of a Tarantino Robert Rodriguez movie. Oh. Um, and he plays like this kind of creepy older man. So when he showed up, I'm like, oh my God, he's playing a. Yeah, he plays like a hitman robber in it, but. Oh. I'll send oh, a picture of the so chat. Young. Yeah, I was gonna say fun fact about um our man Ko Kelly. I watched three episodes. I watched the first three episodes of Katie Keen last night. Decided that's all I need. It's really <laughs> not interesting. Um, it's just not. Um, he looked like way older in this for some reason, and that show is based in the future. He's meant to be older in Katie Keen, and for some reason he looked a lot older than this. And I think maybe it was just like the way they did his makeup or hair or something, but it was weird. Just to know. Oh, also, this is unrelated, but Peaches and Cream was at the prom. I did see her. She had dark lipstick on. She looked great. Oh, yay. Didn't let her speak, but she was there. (laughs) Also, in the background of the rave, there were two women kissing, and I'm pretty sure they were wearing uh, masks, like face coverings. (laughs) So that was fun. Yeah, I saw the rave. The prom and the rave. They included two close contact dancing things in this episode and it just made me think about uh COVID a lot yeah like when they were all in that in there I was like all right I, I, I guess this episode oh, yeah sorry just I guess this episode they apparently had filmed like 90 percent of it pre-COVID oh and then they Maybe were just they finishing the it up scenes. so I think we're gonna notice like the big changes probably next episode interesting Okay. Yeah, because I guess they just fully stopped production. They wouldn't have had a clean break. Yeah. My guess was that, um, which, I mean, 
that might be just the group scenes were already filmed. But I was thinking in terms of their actual filming of this, they probably just like have, I'm guessing there's going to be a lot of repetition of extras going on, which is going to be interesting to see if so. Because I was thinking like during the rave scenes, they like really, you couldn't see anyone's faces at all. And I was thinking like, is this just the exact same people who were at prom and they just have to have their faces hidden so that they, you can't tell. <laughs> like, <laughs> I wonder That'd if we'll be, be able to see any recurring extras playing many different roles. That'd be really fun. The minor's character, the minor characters list is about to get really interesting. Mm-hmm. Man, I liked the episode. I was just happy to see my friends again. You know? <laughs> That's just how I feel. So something else about, sorry, about Veronica and Archie's like breakup. Mm-hmm. Is we kind of see that Archie is like having doubts about his relationship with Veronica kind mm-hmm. of throughout. Mm-hmm. I think it's it's kind of implied that he's just kind of trying to drag it out or like he's not really committed anymore. Yeah. And then Veronica tells him that she like because he hasn't gotten into the Naval Academy, she's going to defer Barnard for a year so mm-hmm. that they can be together for a year. Both, I guess, working as deputy mayors. Co-deputy mayors. Because they're both really qualified and are good at the same things. Yep. Definitely. Slash good um, at anything. And so that's when Archie decides to kind of drop the bomb. Like, hey, I wrote that song for Betty. Mm-hmm. We kissed. I'm so we, glad he did yeah. it. Yeah. Very astounded at the entire lack of tension between Betty and Jughead and, like, tension for the viewer in the episode. Like, they keep hammering home, like, all these parts where Veronica's like, oh, we could do this stuff together and then show Archie feeling guilty because he knows that he kissed Betty, like, all that stuff. None of this with Betty and Jughead. Like, they're just happy as clams. They're not having any conflict. Like, they're just fine. Well, wasn't, wasn't Betty, like, this is... Betty stopped Archie. She was like, this wasn't anything, right? Yeah, but it still happened. Yeah, you're right. She still was into it a little bit. Maybe. Remember the first time um, Betty and Archie kissed? And then the and then Jughead and Veronica kissed as a result. Maybe that'll happen again. Maybe they'll just do the exact same thing again and they'll be fine. Maybe again. they'll get into the hot tub again. <laughs> that would be really funny. That'd be very funny, actually. I hope they do that. Really good. Man. Who do you guys think your MVP for the episode was? Define what you mean by MVP again. Who's your favorite? Who's your favorite for the episode? Um, I'm just, I want to say Tony, but I I guess I just would always say Tony. Well, you can say Tony if you want. Um, Tony. And may her, (laughs) all, may she get a gazillion more lines every single episode. Aww. Bella. I think JB. I'm just I'm really I'm excited about her potentially having more plots. Mm -hmm. Um 
and I think you guys might be right that they might be like setting her up as a bigger character so that they can have like an adult version of her mm-hmm. uh, after the time jump. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's interesting that we, yeah, sorry, go ahead. No, you can change. Jay, who is yours? Mine's gotta be my man, Reggie Mantle. All he does in this episode is very enthusiastically watch Archie's boxing match, um, mm-hmm. show up in a leather mask to kill Cheryl for a fake snuff film, and spike the prom with some fizzle rocks. That was Reggie? I don't even think I realized that was Reggie. Yeah, I think he's, you know, triple threat. He did it all. He was great this episode. <laughs> Reggie, thanks for being a king. Thanks for being a king, Reggie. Defo, defo, my my guy for this one. What would you give the episode out of ten? Well, before we rate, oh yeah, go ahead. Can we do a quick fashion rundown? Yes, because we had a lot of fashion in this episode. We really mm-hmm. did the prom looks and etc. What did y'all think of, for example? Uh, Betty's prom look. I was going to say, I liked all the prom dresses. Which I think is surprising, because usually I feel like there's not a good one. I thought Veronica's was really beautiful, with like the the light blue, like tool, Mm. flowy stuff. I really liked Betty's as well. I thought it suited her. And I assumed that she was going to have an ugly one, because of how she dresses. (laughs) Um, Cheryl, obviously. Tony looked great. Cheryl, obviously. Tony uh, looks. I think Cheryl wins. Too. I think Cheryl does win. Cheryl does. Her win. dress was stunning. Yeah. Um, but I also really like Fangs's maroon suit. I thought he looked really good. I thought that was just I a good one. I liked Cheryl in the wig. I'm gonna be mm-hmm. honest. It's not yeah. a fun look, but like I, I really, I think she That's pulled a fun it look. off. Um. And I think it just kind of accented she has a really beautiful face. Mm-hmm. Like, I think they focus yeah. so much kind of on her hair. And I think it's nice to see just like, yeah, her face accented. Also, when she was in her prom she, dress and she didn't have the red lipstick, which I think was yes. a reservation because she always yeah. does. And she had a red dress, but she just had like the reddish pink eyeshadow and like pink lipstick. And I thought she looked really great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I agree. Mm-hmm. That was a good one as well. And then we got Archie's little boxing robe. Always fun. <laughs> they really work out shirtless pretty much always. That was a ridiculous montage. That was so funny. <laughs> Which I thought it was interesting because seemingly the conclusion of that montage is, yeah, Archie is stronger yeah. than mm-hmm. KO. But then KO wins. Because it was like a show fight, kind of. Like, it wasn't like who could knock the other one out. They were, like, judging the fight, kind of, based on, like, the showmanship of it, I think. Mm. Or, like, the style, maybe more. I don't know. I don't know anything about boxing. Speaking of boxing, does the Navy have a long tradition of boxing? Is that a thing? I think they're expecting, I think they're expecting their demographic to believe it, no matter what. I don't think there are many Navy um enlistees i kind of assumed that to join the navy you just like sign up 
and then you have to pass like training me too but i could be entirely wrong i have no idea how the navy works i don't know i really thought he was going to go to the navy i think he still will or he'll do he's got to do something i mean he's got to maybe he'll just go be in the military or something i don't know i mean yeah he can enlist in the navy he just isn't getting into the naval academy right and there's a, and there's a difference I to guess. get into the naval academy you have to have like a congressman sign off on you like it's Whoa, like really or at least that's true for the air force academy you have to have like oh my gosh why? and like people have to like vouch for you going in like alums that makes more sense to join the, yeah with what he's doing i did not know that he runs two businesses yeah can't he just do that <laughs> why does he want to be in the navy so bad i mean yeah i don't really reason. understand why he wants to be in the navy versus any other branch of the military mm-hmm. like if if his motivation is some unseen patriotism um i think they're all patriotic in riverdale yeah i think they all believe in the integrity of um the United States. Even though they live in the murder capital of the world. Yep. To yes. See. I'm looking through my notes from the episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. We need to real quick talk about in the scene where the naval academy guy is there and he's saying oh it's between you and this guy from queens which mm-hmm. i think that's also i think that's confirming that they're in new york i'm pretty sure that that you think so because i think that it has to do with what state they're from like i think it's like it's between these two yeah oh, good catch um, good catch but the sorry oh uh he's saying yeah it's between you and this guy named ko kelly first of all i don't think that he would say it's between you and this guy here's his name mm-hmm. yeah second of all the fact that then veronica, veronica. is like he's like oh you know him and she goes um yes he's only my dating bestie. one of my bffs katie keen <laughs> And then there's like this awkward pause. I thought that was wild. When they mentioned Katie Keene first and last name. Yep. That was on the Bingo's tile. It was just Katie Keene mentioned and we got it right away. Is so Jay, as mm-hmm. our Katie Keene expert. Yes. Is Katie Keene is it like if she had said like, oh, it's like my friend like Katie Kennedy. Like is it like a big family? No, 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 no. it's, like, significant? Not at all. She's just a random person. She's just a random person. No, she's not, like, a... The Lodges, seemingly, were, like, a big family in New York. Not Katie Keene. She had a mother... She had just had had a single working-class mother and who has died. It's just her. She, at the time of Katie Keene, the show, is working to be a designer and by the end, I think, has made some success in that. 
but the show takes place in the future from Riverdale. Katie okay. Keene takes place later in the future than Riverdale. So at the time of Riverdale, Katie Keene is a high school student in New York. Man. And that's it. So Kay O'Kelly <laughs> is a character in Katie Keene. Yes, he's Katie's boyfriend. And he has been her boyfriend since high school? Yes. Wild. They date from they've been dating since they were 16. Yeah. <laughs> my note is um yes, he's only dating one of my BFFs, Katie Keene, and then in all caps, no one cares. I was really <laughs> so annoyed with Veronica. True. No one does care. So I I wanted to see her most of this episode. Me too. She oh, she'll here. be back. She'll be back. I'm sure she'll be here. Uh, prediction. Oh, wait, I'll save it. I'll save it. I'll oh, save yeah. It. Episode rating out of 10. What would you give it? Can I do real quick, though, a mm-hmm. couple of just rapid fire, yes. uh, like, random thoughts? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. In the second scene, he gets back from, like, Archie gets back from going on a run. He's super sweaty and gross. And there's, yep. like, this awkward moment. Oh, my and God. And then she's like, oh, my dad's texting and says that he wants me to come back for breakfast. Mm-hmm. And he's like, too bad. I wanted you to join me in the shower. Yeah, ew. It's yeah. seemingly, like, 7 a.m. Yep. How all they are do they have, so awake? All they How do are they so... They're teenagers. I know. How are they awake? She looks like she's been dressed for four hours. <laughs> she does. <laughs> By the time she gets there. She... Yeah. Maybe it's a Saturday. I um, mean, they definitely don't seem to go to classes anymore. <laughs> ever. Kinda, That's true. Yeah. They, they don't... That bothered when I watched shows about high school when I was in high school. It really bothered me when they wouldn't be doing anything else. Um, like they wouldn't be doing any of their high school obligations. <laughs> um, and now, now I just love Riverdale so much, it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, working for the FBI is praxis, I think That's they're praxis. able to. Like, get credits. It's whatever. My only rapid fire thing that I had left from my notes was just th- when they go into the DV or the video store at the end when Betty and Jack go on at the end and there's a camera rolling. The sign on it says "Smile, God is watching." I that thought was, that was very creepy, and I liked it a lot. I thought that was a, great. Maybe the auteur is. Uh, Betty's dad, who's somehow alive, even though he, you know what, he was actually he was shot in the guy. head. <laughs> he was shot in the head. <laughs> he's not, he's not alive. Maybe it's Chick. Could be from prison. But yeah, that was creepy. I liked it. I think it's interesting that they again are having uh, Hiram have an unnamed disease. Mm-hmm. Um. But he's better now. The stamp disease. I, yeah. I think, that they, <laughs> yes. I think that they're not naming it because they're going to have him cure himself by beating people. Mm-hmm. And 
they're acknowledging that if they said that it was a specific disease, that could be taken as horribly offensive. Oh my yep. god. Like, good on them for having some restraint. I wouldn't put it past him. They're like, he has Alzheimer's and then he, and then he heals he heals beating people up. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, um, something weird about that is that Veronica seemingly has her dad's doctor on speed dial. Mm-hmm. Like she just like presses a button. Like she just like she's like, well, I'm gonna call him to check, and then she just like lifts her phone and presses a button, and then it just like dials. I don't know. I feel like if your dad's really sick, maybe, and you're kind of taking a role in it, I could see that. But that would that yeah. is weird. Maybe if you're talking to the doctor, she said, "I'm gonna call your doctor." Like she's done it before. You know, I'll, I'll give her that. I'll I think that's that. weird, though, because so recently he wasn't even telling her that he was sick. Well, she like, gets her like nose into everything. That's like, really she does. involves herself in everything. She really does. Not to, not to be combat. Like, I just think that, like, this is, that was the least infuriating and an absurd <laughs> thing that Veronica did this episode. With, and it was, that One whole episode thing- was pretty tame. Yeah. One thing that I thought was weird is when they do have K.O. Kelly come uh, to Riverdale, he stays with Archie, yep. yeah. his rival, instead of with Veronica, who has the mutual friend. Who invited him, probably. Who invited him, who and like the house. whole thing was her idea. Who has a giant house, exactly. Like That just seemed... You know, it's just the boys. We got that great scene of guys being dudes. I did not like K.O. Kelly's accent. The way he said Archie. Did you catch that? It was just, uh, he was like, Archie? That wasn't a very good impression at all. But um, (laughs) the way he was talking, the way he was talking was bothering me. Uh, Archie saying to K.O., I'm bigger than I look, bro seemed very suggestive mm-hmm. yeah uh, especially when they then follow that up with the homoerotic uh workout montage and then a steam room scene mm-hmm. yeah i felt like God, my mom was in the room for that and i was like yeah they're, they have the steam room scene <laughs> another one <laughs> um i think it's very weird that they ask cheryl to make a snuff film mm-hmm. when she likes to act yeah i really loved though that they sit down and they're like we need help and she goes no i will not help you like i loved Mm -hmm. that i love when they just have cheryl be mean to betty and jughead that's really refreshing Mm -hmm. hobo bride of hobo classic um maybe sure maybe because oh man I'll, i'll save it for my predictions never mind all right RAS, like, Roberto really has some really weird reservations about people coming out when they're ready. Another plot line. Again, Another plot line where it is, it is the person who does not want to come out or is more reserved in their outness is the antagonist. Another. I really think RAS was hurt by someone who didn't want to come out or something in at one point in I'm, his life. Yeah. Because he's got a vendetta. Like, I want to ask him. I want to ask him so bad. Oh, to have just a me be in a locked room with him 
which sounds suggestive. It's not what I mean. Me be, I, I just want to be, I want him to have no means of escape so I can interrogate him about the inner workings of his mind. I thought that the scene when it's like Tony finds out that Cheryl went to her grandmother like without yeah, was messed up for sure with her that was really weird and i thought that just when tony comes in and like confronts cheryl about it she's like why did you go see my grandmother and at first cheryl is like why indeed and she's like very like on her high horse and she's mm-hmm. just like bro like like this is a really serious thing can you understand that your ancestors treated my ancestors terribly mm-hmm. and then way too quickly Cheryl is just like, I am genuinely sorry for what my family did to your family. Like, it's just, it felt like such a sudden flip that I was just like, I don't believe you oh. and I don't trust you. And oh, I don't think man. that that was the intention, no. but it yeah. just, it felt very insincere because it was so quickly from. Because it was Cheryl. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because it was Cheryl. <laughs> she's uh, just, she's just dramatic. She needs the drama. And yeah, I just, they just have to fit so much in, you know, (laughs) they just have to have the switch happen quickly. I love. Okay. Maybe, maybe Cheryl didn't understand that her grandmother, did her grandmother say to Cheryl, I can't remember the scene enough. Did her grandmother say to Cheryl, because you're Blossom? Or do you think that Cheryl interpreted it as homophobia? Because if she interpreted it as homophobia, she'd be like, yeah, I visited your which isn't good either, but she's like, I no, but it makes your, more sense, right? Versus her realizing that it's because she's a blossom and being like, oh my god, that's more how I interpreted it. Because then mm-hmm. Tony is like explaining, like, you, your family was so terrible in my family, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I really loved Diana Rose with oh. her old fashioned oh. camera. Loved that. <laughs> I thought that was great. I like Cheryl saying, perhaps your camera can capture the sublime tragedy that is my life. Mm -hmm. Because Tony is like two minutes late for prom. Yeah. (laughs) And she's just like, I guess we're over forever. Um, Also, Mm. are they, weren't they living together? Yes. What happened to that? They're not anymore, I guess, because... I don't remember if it was this, if something happened last episode. Last I don't think season. anything happened. I think it's possible that they aren't now because they're kind of having no. She is she still says, living there, and she just said she couldn't go home with her tonight. Well, she says, "Tony, you came." Is like what yeah, she maybe says when she, she shows up. Out. I think she was just her... gone. Maybe she did move out. That kind of rings a bell because of her. Or maybe she moved out and we just didn't see it. Um, like this episode. I don't know. I think it's wild that they got a psycho killer by mm-hmm. the Talking Heads for mm-hmm. a Riverdale episode. Very good. <laughs> a lot great. of money to spend for a song that's playing kind of quietly during the rave video. Mm-hmm. Um. I think I liked at the end, I liked that uh, 
when Tony is saying like I can't come home with you tonight I thought that Cheryl was finally handling that really well and was just like I understand like yeah no I'll see you tomorrow like mm-hmm. like I, I, I appreciated that um I also like Cheryl has the line despite those moments of video horror I will treasure these memories always mm-hmm. that one's good mm-hmm. um Jughead has the line why does every one of our school dances turn into a Jamie Lee Curtis movie? That was good. I thought too. was fun. Very good. Um, so yeah, the end of the episode mm-hmm. is Archie receives a tape. Mm-hmm. And it's a, rec- a video recreation with the Archie Comics masks mm-hmm. of the Black Hood holding a gun up to his head after shooting Fred. Yes. It, it did make me a little bit suspicious that that comes like right when we also learn that or w- when we see that uh, Hiram wants revenge on behalf of his daughter like that seemed like it came really soon after i don't mm-hmm. think that he's the one behind the videos but that did seem just like interesting framing that's true it was like a it hard like, cut to that yeah um i think it's wild that no one has security cameras at their front no. doors to see who's no. dropping off the tapes. I feel like that could solve a lot of these problems. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it sure would. <laughs> I think, so, yeah, I think that this was an interesting episode. Yeah. I agree. What would you give it out of 10? I say six out of ten. And I'm being, I don't know, because it wasn't bad, um, but it wasn't like a favorite. Um, and I'm not like going to run to re- rewatch it and mm-hmm. put it in the coveted rewatch pile. <laughs> um, but it wasn't horrendous. And there was nothing about it that made me really upset to watch. That's You're giving good. it six out of ten, what? I, like, are we gonna do the? I have to give it a. You know what? You described this, and I didn't understand the first time you did. So could you? <laughs> um, six out of ten, and then I pick a noun. Yeah, <laughs> it's basically like a noun from the episode, okay. like how they rate Monster Factory episodes. Of course, of course, of course. Um, six out of ten. Fake snuff films. Like, that was going to be mine. Okay. I'm going to give it seven real snuff films out of ten. Because <laughs> they also had those. Because I I really liked it. And I'm sure that's swayed by just my absolute euphoria at seeing all my besties again. But I, it's, it's how I feel. I think it was pretty good. A lot happened. Yeah. I also really enjoyed it i'm gonna or i also enjoyed it i'm gonna give it seven out of ten psycho killers 
Nice. Um, nice. I feel like a lot happened. And I think that that's just such a lovely thing because we've been so deprived for so long of new Riverdale content. Mm-hmm. And we got a prom. We got a big breakup scene. We got to see Nana Rose. We got hot Cheryl. Mm-hmm. We got to see Brett in prison. We got a kind of a wrap up to the Mr. Honey plot. There were like we 30 got... or 40 mm-hmm. scenes. <laughs> <laughs> there were so many scenes. Uh, yeah, I just, I think that it was, and, and we got a film festival rave. An X-rated film festival rave. Mm-hmm. Tony got to talk. We got to see a scene that passed the Bechdel test. There were lots of gay people. Tony and her grandmother. Mm-hmm. Lots of gay people. I think this was, yeah. I think it was a pretty solid episode. And just, it was just fun, mm-hmm. I think. Um, so yeah, seven out of 10 Psycho Killers. Nice. And nice. what, just a one or two, <laughs> what's to come? What's to come or like an an out there prediction what do you think i think that definitely before the end of the season charles is going to be revealed to be leading the group of the fighting or not of the fighting people the people wearing the archie comics masks i think that's very solid Allie my author prediction um, or just a regular one either Cheryl's gonna do something off the rails any okay, let me think any indication else. let me think no, let that's me good think but uh, wait let me also um, Chick is gonna show up next episode Ooh. next episode is the preppy murders though I mean, that doesn't mean he wouldn't show up, but... He might. I I think so. Nice. I think um, Archie's gonna get in an altercation with Hiram, and he's gonna kill him on accident. (laughs) That would be crazy. Would be. That's why I don't really think it's gonna happen, but I'm gonna just toss toss a little guess in that maybe it will. And then it activates his fire powers because he feels so guilty oh, and he's so enraged. And a magical blast shoots out from his body. And that's what his kills him. Latent, oh, his latent magical his latent power. fire powers. Yes. <laughs> exactly. I think that uh, Bughead, I think they're going to break up next episode. Thank God. Actually, wait. How many episodes are left in the season? Meaning... The pre-time jump? Before the time jump. We have three more. Man. Maybe the penultimate episode yeah. will be when they have their big breakup. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like it's also going to be kind of like, I know that they, that Veronica says in this episode, like, does Jughead know? And he's like, mm-hmm. no. And then he's like, uh or she says, okay, let's keep it that way. No need to blow them up as well. Uh, but I don't know how they're going to explain their breakup without explaining 
the reasoning. I think they might just pretend to still be dating and have everything be fine. That sucks. Which is going to be rough. Can't wait. Well, I think that's going to be it for us. Allie, will you give us that famous sign-off? I don't even remember what I did last week. Um, oh, I have to say bye. Bye, dinks. Right? <laughs> <laughs> bye, dinks. <laughs>